0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Chippin' Away. I'm your host, Sanjana, and you guys must be as surprised as Akash and Durka are. For the season 2 finale, we decided to change things up a bit. The interviewers become the interviewees, and I'm very glad to be on this podcast to find out a little more about our hosts, Akash and Durka. Hi, guys. Hi. So, when you guys began your podcast, I don't think many of us were introduced to why this podcast came about or other how this podcast came to be, if you guys could maybe tell us what went through your heads when you decided that you wanted to do this and where you see the podcast going, I think that would give us listeners an idea as to what to expect and what the backstory behind this podcast is.
1: So let me give the context of how the podcast came about to be and then Durga will give you all the important information regarding that.
2: The meaty details.
1: Exactly. So it started in March of 2020 when, you know, the world had come to a grinding halt. And Durga messaged me out of the blue after years upon years upon years saying, Akash, would you be interested in starting a podcast on April 1st? And suddenly my spidey senses tingled saying, "Hmm, April 1st, I think Miss Durga is trying to pull a fast one on me and i decided to play along i'm like okay let's do it little did she know that i was going to catch her with saying gotcha i knew you were trying to prank me but by the time i realized that it was all serious and not a prank i was already too late and too deep into it so ergo i'm akash your co-host oh
2: that is such a pretentious story (laughs) Let me give you the bare bone of the story, which I call the true narrative.
1: Yes, please go ahead. There you go. She can't beat the truth. I already told the truth. No, she's fabricating another <laughs> okay. story.
2: We will see who's
0: fabricating more. Akash. <laughs> I really think that the truth would lie somewhere between both your two versions. And then that's something for us to ask in the next season finale. Like boss Asli story kya tha? But go ahead. Durga, what is your version of the story?
2: So Asli's story is, I've been teaching a little bit in my university and I realized that there is so much outside the textbook that we need to discuss, take apart and actually critically analyze. Sometimes... Because of lack of time, we don't get to doing that. There are multiple ways why we don't get to doing that. And I thought podcast was a good way. And I could not honestly think of anybody better but Akash to help me with this. And so I reached out to Akash. And Akash was very gracious about it. And he was like, okay, let's do it. And more than 50% of the time, he's the one who is pulling the cart and getting the cog on the wheel. And from one episode onwards into the second And first season onwards to the second season, I felt that the podcast has really evolved. And although we started with a small germ of an idea, the way it has progressed in the trajectory really makes me feel that there is something very promising out there at the end of the tunnel.
0: That's really nice that you have a nice vision set out for the podcast and that you are also discovering where the podcast is going as you are engaging in that journey. It's always nice to, you know, hear you guys speak and just have those conversations because, yes, like you said, it is important we have these conversations that are not often included in our mainstream history textbooks. What are your favorite moments? If you had to pick up two favorite moments each of either your conversations in the podcast or something that stands out for you. When you think about Chippen away, what do you think of? What are those two moments that leave you smiling and that leave you energized to go ahead with another episode, with another season?
2: You actually made me think because there's a constellation of moments that I think of that keeps me going because there are some days where I don't get to cleaning some of the files that I have to send to Akash for getting ready for the release in a matter of week and things like that. And then I think to myself, oh, is this, an added burden that I have thrust upon myself when I don't have the time and energy to devote to it. But then there are these moments that sort of shine out of the dark, which is as simple as maybe a compliment from somebody or somebody using a snippet of the podcast in their instruction material, or somebody referring the podcast to somebody that actually makes me feel that there is real value in it. And that keeps me going. But that is like an overarching sense but if I were to pick some of the moments one would be my struggle with pronouncing the name of your museum (laughs) and (laughs) and other one would be our first recording for the first episode of our podcast in season one where just getting comfortable with the sound of your voice seemed like a distant reality but now here we are at the end of season two and
1: preparing for season three
0: I think that's really nice what about you akash what were your standout moments from the podcast so far
1: so i personally enjoy trying to come up with fun names for the episodes Mm -hmm. one and two trying to insert some link to potatoes within the episode (laughs) yes Personally speaking, my mom is an avid listener to the podcast and every episode she listens to it and she comments. And so this way, I feel like I get to connect my work and my personal life. And that is a wonderful feeling for me. So Amma, I know you're listening. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, That is really cute. And I think that response about the titles is a good segue into the question i actually planned next. What comes into your mind when you actually think about those titles? One, some of them are quirky, some of them are funny. Some of them make me want to scratch my head. And yeah, of course, there are one or two that make sense.
2: I like how Sanjana put this last part as some titles makes sense. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, Akash, this question is entirely for you.
1: Well, I enjoy coming up with titles, be it for my academic writings or in this case for the podcast, because I feel that's like the cherry on top. And so in season one, we had a play with alliterations, episodic epidemic. And in second season, it's more about phrases and sentences and how you can use common phrases in multiple ways. So that's how I'll enjoy coming up with these titles. I still don't know what my title plan for season three will be. But yeah, I'm looking forward to any suggestions. And it's fun to flex your Mm -hmm. thinking cap to try and concise this entire idea of that episode into just a couple of words.
0: Um, I think you're going to flex our thinking caps also, you know, if you're going to start picking up titles like this. Thank you for making us work.
1: <laughs> All play and no work makes Akash a dull boy. I knew
2: something like this was coming. I know, right? That's also such a drunkash thing to say. Hey, Maybe you should
0: keep that in mind for a title of an episode. But what are the other themes that you guys are looking for to explore in your podcast? Things for the next season? Is there any sneak peek that you can give us?
2: Aghash, do you want to take a stab at it?
1: Well, we are thinking of starting out a new series on critiquing popular culture references to archaeology and anthropology. A little bit of it is because of how it drives some of us nuts. Because everything boils down to aliens.
0: (laughs) Yes. So maybe please do an episode on the aliens. I really think I would love it if you guys just took up aliens as a topic to discuss.
2: A whole series. Any other
0: things Durga, that you'd like to explore next season?
2: More than starting something new, I think we are going to continue some of the themes that we touched upon in season one and two. Mm -hmm. Something like the discussion on gender and sexuality in archaeological record. Or, or the measurement of time and looking at landscape critically and how it changes a little with the passage of time or some of the strategies to study it critically and some of the blindsided things that we take for granted but need a critical eye. So there's a lot in that package.
0: That makes sense, Turka. I mean, there are so many topics that you can just keep going into and exploring a lot further. So in our upcoming seasons, if we can revisit other aspects of themes that we've already dealt with, that would be really fun for some of us. So we're going to keep an eye out for these recurring themes in the next season.
1: On that note, we'd like to invite all our listeners, just drop in any suggestions and ideas for themes that you'd like us to cover, and we'd be happy to jump right into them.
0: Yep, I know that I'd be also shooting out an email with things I'd like in your podcast, primarily potato-based, but... (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'll drop in another couple of things just to spice it up. Oh, spices, that's something you guys could do. Speaking of, what were some of those topics and themes that you guys did consider in these seasons but then did not pursue?
2: I think there are a lot of nascent ideas, but one which we were pursuing the discussion on gender and sexuality, we decided to move it for season three, just to add a little bit of variety in this season and not to set a particular tone for the podcast as a whole.
1: And we're also in conversation with various guests, some because of unavailability of time, we've not been able to record and meet with so far. So maybe those ideas will probably develop in our future seasons.
0: Speaking about your interviews, so I'm just curious, which was the most exciting interview you have had to do and which was one interview that
1: you were nervous to take? Personally speaking, I enjoyed our interviews that we did in May 2021. I think we conducted three interviews, one with Ayush Shivastav from St. Andrews. It was a wonderful discussion on dating methods and desserts with uh, Miss Sanjana Rangan from the Robert Bruceford Sangana Archaeological Museum, Ballari. It was a really fun discussion. And currently, that episode actually ranks number two in our all-time list in terms of downloads and views. Oh my gosh. So we know that even our audience enjoyed that episode. And also within that same month, we interviewed Professor Shanti Papu, who is a personal mentor of mine and role model that I look up to. So the very fact that we could have her on the podcast was something that I personally enjoyed. And when she told us during the interview that she's a fan, it brought butterflies in my stomach. Oh,
0: that's so sweet. What about you, Dutta?
2: I think I get excited and both nervous for every interview also because every expert has such a distinct niche to talk about and they bring such a unique perspective to our discussion that there is always something new to explore and discover and mostly 80% of the things that we remotely sometime have known about but never really had the time or energy to delve into. So I don't have my personal favorites as such but yeah Yes, me was, in all, a great month for recording with the experts. But I've had a lot of fangirl moments. Really? Like... Oh my God. Okay. So one was interviewing Dr. Shanti Pappu in May of 2021. where I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. And I pinched myself and things like that. And I was also feeling proud of myself and Akash to have had this medium through which we could reach out to and contact experts that we would normally probably not cross paths with. That was a sort of fangirl moment for me. And I think talking to Dr. Anjali Baptista was also, one of my fangirl moments because i follow his work on western coast of india and actually getting to interview him and talk to him was like oh is this real so yeah those were probably my two top fangirl moments
0: well that's very nice thank you for sharing that with us With these interviews, with such personalities, I mean, all of your interviews, the kind of conversations that you've had, even the podcast itself, takes us on such a wonderful trail. I'm sure you guys would have had a more in-depth conversation with your speakers after, or even before you guys start recording. What were some of those trails that you guys just went on during this exploration of what they had to say? What were those conversations that you had, those trails that you walked? That didn't make it into the podcast. Were there some things that really stood out or something you'd like to share?
1: The one conversation that comes to mind is our wonderful discussion with Dr. Shilpa Dhake. So we had a fabulous hour, hour and a half conversation with her. Unfortunately, due to technical issues, that entire conversation was not recorded. I mean, we did get around to doing another recording session with her, but I think that first discussion we had with her—it was out of this world.
2: Yes, I seconded. That was the very conversation which came to my mind with Sanjana's question because that was a very impromptu and very substantial discussion, and that was a good learning experience for us as well—not to trust one form of recording technology.
0: Which brings me to my next question, lovely segue, Durga, thanks. How did you guys navigate this technology? I mean, to record, edit the podcast and to publish it online. Did you guys have to learn skills in the process or did you know what you had to do beforehand? How was that entire process of making the podcast technically new to you or how was that journey?
2: So it was a entirely new RAM. All I knew was there was this recording software that one of my colleagues was using back in the university. So I knew of this technology that enables recording for people who are not physically in the same recording room. So that was a good starting point. However, the later editing softwares or what it really takes to host a podcast online and you need a hosting base and then other services such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts would draw from that hosting base. It was something that we were totally new to and we did not know right off the bat. So by bits and pieces, we started piecing together information. We started reading up on it and found a fairly economical way to go about it. With not a lot of copyright infringement and not paying a lot out of pocket, although we did to some extent. But that necessary investment right off the bat is necessary for quality listening experience. So that's how we are here.
1: Yeah, but we did also try and use open source and open access softwares and data sets as much as possible, except when, you know, it was very impossible for us to fall back on them. And I think it's something we're still trying to learn and grow. With every episode we record and edit, a little bit of the process gets refined. We find possible loopholes that we need to clip, possible faults that we encounter that we uh, challenge and try and fix. So it's something we're still growing and learning. And I think that's how we see this journey. It's still ongoing.
0: Absolutely. That makes sense. I did do a little quick search about Chip in a way. And found the podcast and I found your descriptions of four episodes. This is going to be a buzzer round. The first one to answer wins that round. There are four rounds. The first one here it goes Yes, the archaeologists carefully plan and then excavate sites, but there are some chance finds or at least
1: serendipitous, uh, serendipitous. Uh, simply serendipitous,
0: something like that. Find it out. Who oh, serendipitous? Lady Host Durga and take you on a world. Come on, tell me serendipitous something. Don't no check your phones. No going on.
2: Simply serendipity. Oh,
1: God. Serendipitous serendipity.
0: Try again. I am so glad that you guys know what your own podcast episodes are about.
1: Serendipitous serendipity.
0: Serendipitous serendipity. Let me continue then. You guys, figure it out. Serendipity hair a home papers.
2: Simply, simply serendipity.
0: Simply serendipity. That's the episode. Can you try the next one? Why do archaeologists need to traverse from the library to the laboratory? Let's discuss the various stages of envisioning an archaeologist.
1: Wonderful fields and where to find them. Fabulous fields and where to find them. Sorry. Try again.
0: Chance, the chance. F- fantastic
1: fields and where to find, them. To find. them. Brilliant. Very nice. I think I get this point now. No, we got it together.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> um, the next one. Here of goes. The past necessitates a point of reference which we experience as Oh, the
2: time. 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 Haan. Uh, Kya Science of time.
0: Sands of time.
2: Right? No? Oh, sir. something timekeeper.
0: Huh. Your host Durga and Akash take you on a journey of time itself. So the ways we measure time in the past.
2: Timekeepers, uh, science of time. You know, I think
0: this is telling us all of the drafts that you had for this episode.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. We have we run through a whole list of names.
2: It is something with the sand sand clock. So it is something. That, oh no, no, no. That was Ayush's, the sands of time, right? Is it something about the sundial and the traditional timekeeping something? Different? You're asking me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking aloud. right? If I give you the answer, then
0: all of your points so far are gone.
2: Oh, God. That is
0: harsh. Maybe I should keep telling you. I should keep <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Hang on. I think I remember this. Tell me. Temp- templating time, right?
0: Um, Contemplating time. Yeah. Durga is the closest to that.
2: Contemplating. Oh, yes. contem. Oh, and corn in the brides. Yes,
0: corn in right. the brides.
2: Brilliant.
0: Yes. <laughs> Next title, Pakistan and India celebrate the days of independence on August 14th and 15th, respectively.
2: Votes banners,
1: banners beyond part 1, yeah. Independence Day special.
0: Okay, I'm going to give Durga the point, Akash. Okay, so the last one, we speak of knowledge as a public domain and when it comes to culture, heritage and the study of the past.
1: Tea time talkies.
0: Oh, Akash, you got a quite fast. Nice. Okay, quick flip to a serious mm-hmm. question. So what does chipping Away mean to you personally? We discussed the episodes. We discussed the people involved. We also spoke at length about the kind of themes that you guys want to touch upon. But what does it mean to you personally and how much a part of your personality is in chipping Away and how much of chipping Away is in you?
2: I think even the name has a little bit of Akash mm-hmm. because it has chips in it. <laughs> so, That's so cute. Like... It could be chipping off the stone, chip off the old block or potato chip, chipping away one at a time. And I try to be very straight jacketed about sort of putting chipping away as a separate sphere of my life and other academic activities as another part of my life. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they invariably intersect in a good way, because sometimes some of the collegial relationships and academic relationships that I form through networking in the academic circle are carried over into the discussions at Chipping away either as guest speakers or some of the work that they have been doing in the background and things like that. So there is an interesting exchange. And I view chipping away as a sort of stepping stone between the academic side of life and the social side of life, where, as Akash pointed out, it is a nice middle ground where we can actually talk about our individual interests in terms of work and communicate it to the larger audiences, maybe friends who are not archaeologists and anthropologists, but have some interest in learning about the past. So, yeah, it works on various levels.
1: Yeah. And building on that, how I see it is that. It's a means that we can use to democratize archaeology. Because of the way archaeology as a discipline has developed, it has been limited to a select few, be it because of the methodology, be it because of the colonial history of the discipline. It's always been the realm of a few. So, through this, we hope to get more people involved, be it in terms of disseminating information or providing people with a platform to disseminate information, to include more voices to be heard in even generating this information. So, this is just a small attempt from our end to ensure that more people can enjoy this world of archaeology that the two of us personally care about a lot and are privy to.
2: And also the point about academic gatekeeping really drives a point home that I feel we are at a cusp of time where academic equity or equity to various sources is need of the hour, especially when we are working remotely and sometimes access to physical libraries is limited. And through the podcast and some of the blog posts or even our newsletter, we try and highlight some of the aspects of current research that people can go and access.
0: One question to you guys, I'm sure that when you guys began the podcast and as you've come so far, there have been people who have supported you through this entire journey, people you've met along the way and people who have helped you since the very beginning. Are there others you'd like to really just give a shout out to?
2: There are a lot. I think I would start with the experts who accepted our invitation and shared their perspectives and their knowledge base with us through the episodes, which really enhanced the quality of the podcast as a whole. And over time, we also could consolidate the trajectory in which we would want to proceed. So probably I'll start off with a shout out to all of the guest speakers so far. And also my father, Because he's one of the staunch supporters and he gets very excited when there is a new episode out and he would send the message to all his contacts. And in general, a sort of community that is building around Chippin' podcast, that whenever a new episode comes in, they listen to it and then send their inputs and comments via WhatsApp messages or sometimes via emails or even on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at Chippin' So even the sense of community that is building is an enriching experience in itself and a big shout out to this community.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'd like to definitely thank all our listeners i mean without you we wouldn't be here so thank you so much your comments really help us drive our work as well as develop how we deliver our content so i'd like to thank all of you who've ever given me any pointers or any suggestions any tips that we can use and develop and work on and those of you who just listen share and say hi
0: That's nice. We will continue to support you. At least, you know, that some of us who listen will definitely cheer you on through all of the things that you'd like to take forth in the upcoming seasons. We know about the work that you do, the things that you've accomplished through the episodes in season one. But can you guys tell us one hidden talent that you guys have?
1: I can tell you about Durga. She's a wonderful artist. And I think that hidden, not-so-hidden talent has been very helpful for us to illustrate the points we'd like to carry across. So these very complicated concepts, she gets it across so simply with her wonderful sketches and illustrations. So I think that is amazing about her.
2: Thank you, Akash. And I think hidden but not-so-hidden talent for you is putting the right words for right ideas made beef in the form of titles or giving a succinct summary of things that we are discussing or what we expect from the guest speakers and in general drawing from a varied pool of ideas to consolidate one theme for one episode at a time so although many academics are doing that there are many who fail at it as well so excelling at that is i think a gem of a talent Thank
0: you. This is really nice to hear you both compliment each other. And that's something we see in the episode also. It just comes out so beautifully when you guys have this discussion. And it just brings the episode together it's nice to see you know that Chipinawi means so much to you not just to your personality and for life but it's this platform for communicating be it with somebody or through something you're reaching out to a non-academic audience i really found that interesting that you guys decided not to do the very technical and academic discussion about archaeology because when i'm looking at material that i can introduce or at least share to non-academic but an enthusiastic audiences, I think Away is a wonderful platform through which I can get some of the themes across to people. And I'm sure that they'd use Away as this platform to learn more about South Asia's past. So thank you guys so much. That bit was really meaningful. We look forward to hearing your voices and your thoughts in the upcoming season. And of course, we're looking forward to what the next season has in store for us. Thank you so much for indulging me and my questions and participating in this flipped interview for your season finale. I absolutely laughed my heart out and I was so happy that you guys brought me on. As a super huge fan of this show, I just wish you all the very best and I look forward to what you have in store for us in season three.
2: Thank you, Sanjana. It was such a pleasure to have you on and sort of flip the roles as well, because it was a good exercise for us just to assess where we were and where we are headed to.
1: And yeah, thank you so much for accepting to be a part of this. I mean, when Durga and I thought of this, I think both of us came to the same conclusion of having you as a host independently. And we're very glad that you took time off to be here with us. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. We'll meet soon and until then, keep chipping away. Bye-bye. Chippin' Away is available on all major streaming websites such as Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts and so on. So go ahead, subscribe wherever you feel comfortable or you can just log in to Buzzsprout and check out Chipping Away. We have a new episode coming up every fortnight that is after every 15 days, so twice a month. Each episode comes with a new theme new points for discussion and something for us to take back and ponder on. So join us in our journey of understanding our collective past better and to question the existing and new theories and models that we encounter every so often. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ChippinAwayIND and drop us a line about your comments, inputs and what you would like to hear from us At chippinawayind at gmail.com. In this current environment of chaos, uncertainty, and a lot of tension that surrounds us with the pandemic, impending lockdown, and other restrictions, let Chippinaway be your little moment of recluse from the world around you. Help us make this little movement a little more better by reading the blog posts that go with our podcasts and other discussions online and offline. For the blogs, you can check out www.kalemighty.com. That is K-A-L-E-M-I-G-H-T-Y.com. We have all the links in the description for our podcast, and you can check it out online on Google, Spotify, and other major streaming sites. So, see you again in a matter of 15 days with a new topic, a new theme, and something new to pick your brain with. Till then, keep chipping away, stay safe, and take care. (coughs) Bye-bye.